Okay, I got some questions for you guys. You ready? Don't worry, they're easy questions. They're easy questions. First off, we got a great gospel today about Jesus feeding us. We just heard about Jesus feeding his apostles, but did you hear the part where they didn't even know it was Jesus to begin with? They had no idea it was Jesus. Now, tell me, have any of you ever, I don't know, seen your parents and not realized it was them? Maybe they were like too far away or like you woke up at night and it was dark out and you saw them and raise your hand if that's ever happened to you. Yeah, I know, it's happened, right? It happens. There's times when we don't recognize people, but then what happened after that? You saw them, you didn't recognize them. Did you like figure out who they were? You thought it was what? A stranger? Did you figure out it was your parents? Yeah, it didn't take too long. Once you started like talking to them and hearing their voices, you figured out who they were. So for the apostles today, they take a little while to figure out it's Jesus. They actually hear his voice. He tells them where to throw the net and they still don't know it's him. But eventually they figure it out and they're like, okay, this is Jesus. We figured out who it is. But sometimes it's hard to recognize people we love. And with Jesus, if the apostles weren't able to recognize him when he was speaking directly to them, Jesus can be hard to recognize sometimes. And the primary example of that is in the Eucharist here on the altar. Because when Jesus comes to us today, what's he going to look like? What will it look like? Bread. Jesus is going to come to us looking like bread. And it can be hard to recognize him when all that our eyes see is bread. And yet we know that Jesus told us, when you eat this bread and drink this cup, it's my body and my flesh that you're receiving. And so we know that even though it's hard to recognize him, we can know that it is him that we're receiving. Second thing in this reading that I really like is the apostles doing what Jesus asked them to. So the apostles, at least three of the seven people on that boat were fishermen. Does anybody here know how to fish? Do any of you, have any of you caught a fish? Okay. Three of these guys, at least, did this their entire lives and that's how they made money. And they were good at it. And they catch nothing. Now, Jesus, does anybody know what Jesus was raised as? What was his, what was Joseph's job? A carpenter, exactly. Jesus grew up as a carpenter. Does he know anything about fishing? Maybe a little, but certainly not as much as the apostles. And yet, when Jesus tells them where to throw the net, that's where the fish are. And for us, how many of you like obeying your parents every time? You just love obeying your parents. Yeah, some of you, I know, I know. Parents, how many of your kids love being obedient? Nah, I didn't see any hands go up. Jesus knows what's best for us. He's God. He knows, he knows better than your parents what's best for you. Parents, I've got some news for you. You're pretty good at this, but you don't always know what's best. Jesus always, every time, is going to know what's best for you. And so when the apostles, he tells them, throw the net over the other side of the boat, and they do it, and they have this great success and this great joy. And it's because they obeyed Jesus and they went with what Jesus said to do, even though they might have been thinking, I kind of know better than Jesus about fish. 
It turns out Jesus is always going to know better than us. And then the third thing in this gospel, and this, I think, is my favorite part, is did anybody hear what happened right when they were bringing the fish to shore? Did you they hear in the gospel Jesus say, come bring this fish ashore? What happened right before that? Anybody think they know? Yeah? I can't hear you. You're going to have to speak up. What's that? Peter swimming? Even like right after that. Jesus had a fire on the shore, and what was already on the fire before they got there? Fish and bread. So here we have Jesus providing a meal for his apostles. He already has fish. He doesn't need their fish. He's already got some fish. Where did he get it from? I don't know. He's Jesus. He probably miraculously produced it. But he already has food to feed them. And yet in that moment, what does he ask them to do? Bring some of the fish that you just caught. Bring some of what you have to give to me so that I can cook some of that and give it back to you as well. Now, what's something that you like helping your parents do? Give me some examples. What's something, what's something that you like helping your parents do? Ideas. Do you like helping your parents? Setting up the dinner table, that's good. What do you like helping your parents do? You don't know? You don't like helping your parents out at all? I hope you do. Maybe a little. Yeah. Help your mom bake cookies and cupcakes, did I hear? Cupcakes. Excellent. Okay, when did you start helping your mom bake cupcakes? How old were you? When you were nine? Have you ever seen a four-year-old helping their parents bake? No? My four-year-old niece helps her mom bake all the time. Any of you parents out there let your four-year-olds help you bake? Raise your hands. I see hands going up. There's four-year-olds out there baking all the time. Do you think that parents need a four-year-old to help them bake? Or do you think they can do it all on their own? Parents probably know what they're doing well enough to bake without the help of a four-year-old. Sorry, four-year-olds. Your parents are pretty good at that. And yet, parents allow those four-year-olds to help them. Do they need the help? No. Do they want the help? Yes. Why? It's an interesting question. Does Jesus need the apostles' fish to feed the apostles? No. But he wants them to be part of his feeding them. He wants us, his followers, to contribute to his work. He doesn't need us. He wants us. And just like a parent with a four-year-old, the parent doesn't want the help for the parent's sake. They want it for the four-year-old's sake so that the four-year-old can learn and grow and by the time they're nine be really good at baking. Jesus asks for our help so that we can learn and grow and be like him. And he asks for our help in feeding us so that we can learn and grow how to feed others like him. There's a part at Mass that shows us helping Jesus with feeding us. And it's the part where the bread and wine are brought down. And every Mass, somebody brings forward the bread and wine, and, you know, somebody gets the chance to do it each week. But it's meant to be representative of all of us and all of the work that we do on behalf of Jesus. And it's symbolic of all of that work that we do for Jesus. We bring forward what we have produced. And the prayer that I'm praying while we're singing that song talks about fruit of the earth and work of human hands. Jesus wants our work 
to be a part of his work. Jesus wants us to help him. So just as parents choose to use the help of their kids, even though sometimes they may not need it, Jesus chooses to allow us to help him because he knows that's what's best for us also. So three things that I want you to remember from today. Three things. First off, it can be really hard to recognize Jesus, especially here in the Eucharist, but we know that it is Jesus. The second thing, obeying Jesus is going to lead us to success and joy because Jesus knows better than we do. And then the third thing is Jesus wants us to help him even though technically he doesn't really need our help. He can provide miraculous food for us without us. So those three things, hard to recognize Jesus, obeying Jesus is what's best for us, and Jesus wants our help. And that means we have three things that we should do in return. The first is work to recognize Jesus. Practice praying and seeing Jesus in the Eucharist. The second thing is work to obey Jesus. Learn what he teaches us, what's best for us, and then follow him, even if we might disagree with what he says is best. And then the last one is help Jesus in his work. Find situations where you're like, if Jesus was here, this is what he would do, and so I'm going to do that for him. You guys think you can do that? Yes? Okay, good. We'll have first communions today then, because it sounds like you guys are ready.